This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Forever. Dog. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no one has gone before. It's just you and me right now. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Let's get out our, our, our Animal Crossing talk before Veronica comes because Veronica has been tortured every episode with me and my Animal Crossing friends. Well, we are on, we are on a text thread that is, um, that I will And a Discord on, chat. And a Discord chat that you have, <laughs> you have created. The, te- the text thread is dangerous because I'll leave it for two seconds and I'll turn around and I will have 43 mixed messages. <laughs> mixed uh, messages. They're all mixed and they're also missed. They're both mixed and missed. Um, I thought you said mixed messages. I for sure did. Uh, and was going to walk on by it, but thank you for keeping me truthful and walking There's- back. Yeah, they are mixed. I yeah. I feel like there's been, I've been aggressive in that text thread. When I think I think that's the way to be. When I got my Aver Media Live Gamer Ultra Capture card in the mail, I texted simply, you "It's over it. for you, hose." <laughs> it was one. I mean, it was startling. It was powerful. I don't think I don't think you could have done it better. It was ba- yeah. it, you basically like did the sort of three point Iron Man landing into the arena of hard. Oh gaming. my god, I've never heard this music to my ears. Yeah, that's what that was, and we were all kind of like, "Well, here we are with our Elgato capture cards." None of which have ultra in the title at all. And um, I had and and Brett mentioned the font, and this is just for our Patreon listeners. Ultra. I mean, it's Look so shiny. Font. It is everything that is designed ultra. to it's to appeal to, you know, me, circa always, but <laughs> specific specifically like, I don't know, junior high, high school me who's who who needs the the thing it looks like the font is like a a shiny animal clawed the word ultra yeah. with yeah. its big teeth and fangs. Can I tell you one time my mom woke up after having slept the night through, which was classic. a common occurrence. Cla- classic sleep, classic sleep, baby. Classic sleep. Moms do it. Dads do it. Most of us do it. Mm. Uh, and she was like, "I had a dream," and um, go on, and. She was like, I had a dream that th- that our, I was protecting our cat from a power cat. A power cat. Yeah. She was like, there was this big cat that was trying to get our cat. It was a power cat. Like, I guess she had still the dream residue hadn't really worn off to the point where she knew she didn't know that like a power cat was a thing or not. In but it, but like, life. sure. 
But that's like it was good. like trademarked in her description. Of, of course, she had like it was. I mean, she is the she is the progenitor and only viewer of this circumstance. It was a power cat. The yeah. fact that you and I don't have the sort of visual vocabulary to fully True. to fully uh, understand what a power cat is is so, kind of irrelevant. But you feel like I feel like if you heard the dream description, or maybe just from me saying it now, you do get. I do. I do. It's not like, it's not like tiger size. It's a little bit smaller, but no, it's it's a power cat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Correct. It's a power cat. Yeah. It's a power cat. When it claws things, it's, it has shiny metal claws. I see where we're coming from. Yes. That's that, that feels, that feels like the word ultra was carved by a power cat. It was carved by a power cat. And if a power cat visits your home (laughs) for any reason, you might find words like ultra just that's true. That's actually, that's a little known Jewish tradition. So Passover, the angel of death comes to your home, but sometimes in Sukkot, the power cat comes and claws and claws the word ultra on your door. Um, um, and that's just, that's just to have a bountiful harvest. Did the I power guess. cat visit your home this season? Uh, he didn't, but only because I didn't have enough um wishes in my heart right you have to have a lot of you wishes gotta have those wishes the, and you store them all year long yeah for i'm i, I want to retcon that i, I didn't oh, have enough Heim. outgoing threats thank you oh hi to us all the jewish power cat tradition so uh yeah so we've gotten uh, obviously we've all of this is to do with animal crossing and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh zach you're the one who told me that um and this portion of the show, it's sort of the intro, but it's also for all of our guests who are playing Animal Crossing. And and uh, if it's if our guests are not playing Animal Crossing because they couldn't get a hold of a Nintendo Switch because they're not rich people, I'd like to just say this. Please stop listening to this podcast. This is a podcast for rich people. <laughs> this is the one per, this is the one percent pod. This is the one percent pod. We're on Forbes.pod. No. Um there is uh it's a tragedy, but I hope that we bring some le- like like levity to the uh, Animal Crossing debate. But um, you were the one that told me that if you want to have your animals, your residents, your animals play uh, music, you have to put the musical instruments near the square. And I did so. Did it work? Woke up this morning to Bunny shredding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a talent. A talent for Just, our times. And then I took a picture of myself clapping next to her and while i was clapping she walked away <laughs> they do that they do not want to play concerts for you like it's they'll come so up great. i was they were doing it the other day i got bangle she's a tiger she's jamming out on the piano that's out there flora likewise a pop star she's a flamingo she's posted up by the microphone she's singing um kk bubblegum the hit that everyone loves <laughs> oh and God, they're sort of doing that but the moment that you come up and like i'm gonna take a picture of this they're like actually the concert's done now yeah actually this is a private event and you were not invited <laughs> and so, it's over so private it's well, pretty t- bengal is a private person there is um so much joy to be had. I've gotten on and off board with it, but then I just keep coming back and there's more. That's sort of like, not to get too in the weeds, but that is kind of what I love oh, about it. That it's a game. It's not like, it's a game unlike other video games. And that mm-hmm. like, you can bounce from it for a while and then mm-hmm. come back. We got to wrap this up. Let's we get in the weeds up. and sell them to Leaf. I don't sell weeds. 
Weeds are for crafting only, baby. I don't need that money. You don't sell weeds to leaf? I'm rich as hell. What am I going to do? How much is it going to give me? That's a really good point. Clumps of weeds. Yeah, it's like 20 bucks. A- nothing. That's yeah, nothing, it's nothing to me. It's nothing. You're right. Oh, my God. Why am I even doing that? I leave bells on trees. I don't even pick those guys up anymore. Veronica. Like you just have a forest of bell trees? There's like four of them on my island, yeah. Oh, my God. I want to get to that point. Hi, 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 sweet hi, potato. Hi. Did my link help you? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't know. I have never learned how to see my text messages on my uh, computer. You, t- you. I thought you did because you're the one who told me to do it. Funny. Because okay. I do that to people. I get the- people into conspiracy theories and then mm-hmm. they're like, I learned about this. And then I'm like. I, I, I don't know <laughs> you don't know what the fuck you're talking about woman of much mischief so um we can do a real intro now that you're here but hey uh i wanted to show you my new mask Ooh. Ooh. it's kind of corony yeah it's gorgeous these, these poof balls they trap the virus <laughs> that's oh, great no. do you want to tell her or should i hi zach they, they trap the particles hi veronica do you want to tell alice about the latest scam she's fallen prey to, or should I do it? Uh, the uh, pandemic. What? Well, yeah, just the sort of mask that she's sort of been told traps the coronavirus. And yeah, it's... he's trapped all the coronavirus in the in it, and no. then they make it Alice, safe no. to breathe. A- Alice, no. Yeah, Alice, that is a scam. <laughs> so, and then when it comes through, it's actually there's a layer of hydrochloroquine. Oh boy. So it's good. Alice, no. Yeah. Alice, you can't. You. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Wish we had. We used to have. Zach, no, you never joined us in the studio, and I'm just going to keep talking until I'm told not to. Uh, but the studio, we used to have fun. Oh, no. <laughs> the fu- the fu- is the fun gone now? We used to have fun. Now, now this it's is a serious podcast. A serious for podcast jerks. for the 1%. For the 1% jerks. For the 1% jerks, yeah. I understand. And uh, no, we used to have soundtrack. Like, we used to have sound, like a little um, soundboard. Sound soundboard, you yeah. know. And actually, it's crazy because like Anna's very powerful, and she could just probably make it for us. But um, but we're kind of not doing that right now because it's a it's a time to be reflective and not to be <laughs> silly, not to be a silly goose. Mm, I think, I think we have to do the soundboard with our mouths for this one. And I feel like you had already sort of started it, Alice. You did sort oh, of. Oh, oh. Like oh, we, oh, oh. we used to do. Um... Yeah, that's right. Welcome to the Tribe Time Treks in the City Radio. I'm Alice Wetterwin, and here's Veronica Osorio. What's that? And I'm Veronica Osorio. Sorry, Veronica, I don't understand what you're saying. Todo bien, no entiendo nada lo que está diciendo. Oh, my God, I don't speak Spanish. So, welcome. Nope. It ain't no thing. It was um, incredible. I, it was though. a you fun. Had, you had echo and everything. It was like, it was all, it was so powerful. Yeah. From here, it sounded great. It sounded you never know, hell. really. We could just be nodding our heads. Anna Rubinov, everybody. Does that sound like anything? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yo. Yeah, it sounds actually like a, a, a very big crowd, very far away. Huge crowd. Very far away. Uh, like, so far. <laughs> Guys, I'm so happy to be here with the two of you. Me too. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. It's nice to see you. Your hair is getting longer. Oh, yeah. 
I love how uh, we all have very professional setups. At this point of the, the quarantine, <laughs> if you don't have like a, a, a full-blown yeah, yeah. profesh deal. I feel bad for you. It is. The microphone is the new, and I don't know anything about this, but it's the new coach bag. And that is something that I'm sure of. Hermes, co- you mean? I mean, coach, that, girl. I mean... Clearly, you, not, you're, you're not on a the fashion podcast that. right now. Yeah, this is no. Let me please educate, edu- educate me, please. I was the about Birkin to say bag Fendi. is what you mean. Okay. Fendi is Fendi is also acceptable as well as Gucci. Okay, Coach is sort of um, consumer entry level stuff. <laughs> so. Perfect. That is why I know it. That's who I am. <laughs> I'm entry level consumer into the world of fashion. I see a gap and I think, who are these innovators with these <laughs> with these these products? Get body, mm. and then you shield your eyes. You're like, I can't. No, it's too risque. I'm a married man. So I and thought Coach was, was And then okay. your wife's like, go in and buy me things. <laughs> um, Coach is okay. What? What do you mean? The show? The bag. The character from Cheers. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> is he dead? Oh, yeah. Uh, Dies during the show. Very sad. His legacy was like, start a handbag. That is that was his plot line, yes. Alice, do you use that bike a lot? That bike that I see in your background? Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> it is never used um because it's really hard to bike on the wall. So, hmm. okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's it's well, up then. there, you know, and it's like you most of the Answer time you see a question. bicycle on the road. And you're like, yeah, great. I like the, that. The wheels traditionally have traction. They go on the um, what's it called? Where do the wheels the normally bottom, go? The, the bottom, the bottom, the bo- the earth, the, walk- the bottom of the earth, the earth bottom. Yeah, that's not where the core, they go. Not the earth's core. No, it's higher up than that. Although I guess <laughs> up is maybe the wrong word. Yeah, the out. It's the outer earth. That's right. Thank you. The Take tires a, usually go on the outer earth, not up in the on the wall, sort mm-hmm. of. Exactly. And where I'm and then I'm thinking, okay, well that probably makes it possible to go from, you know, point A to the other mm. place. And then yeah. you're but I'm I'm biking and I'm just like, okay, I'm still almost in the kitchen. I'm this light is making me crazy. I wish people could it see is? podcasts. People can. We can. And the oh. Patreon listeners can. I've yes. decreed it. I've made it, made a decree. I don't know if it's, it's true yet, but that's the thing that's about true. that's the thing about decrees, though. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like an executive them. order. You do them, and then they're true. And then later, the court's like, "You can't do that," and you're mm-hmm. like, well, "It's too late. I've already done." Well, it. now let's make exactly. it true. Like let's I can't do true. anything about your problem. It's your problem now. It's a you exactly. problem. That like is not ta- like Trump's tax returns. Yeah. Now, did you guys see Trump's <laughs> tax returns? Because I did. Are you on the grand jury? Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm not supposed, to, and I am not supposed to talk about you're it. You're real. You're really not. You will lose <laughs> no, your job. But I'm a little bit of a scamp. Okay. I'm known as the. I'm known as. I was actually appointed official jury scamp. That's pretty cool. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to put like pressure on anything. But like, are we gonna leak? We gonna leak pressure a pressure. We gonna leak a little bit. Is that true? You can't pressure a presser. You can't put pressure on somebody at a presser, and technically, this is a presser. Okay. 
Yeah. That's right. I was no like, no more questions. I've never had to get press credentials to do a podcast before. <laughs> it was kind of involved, but I feel like they're going to come in useful now that I have them. Yeah, exactly. Um, guys, we watched an episode of Star Trek, and now we probably want to ask ask Zach Reno. Ask ask that's a problem with Zoom. Ask Reno, is it? Yeah, um, like the city. Reno. Reno. How that's do you the say thing it? Is that, well, see, it's probably pronounced Reno. closer like that because it's Sicilian. But everyone in my family for like since Ellis Island generations has just been like Reno. Let's just say Reno. Although it's almost certainly not pronounced that way. Oh, actually. if it's Italian, Send like it is definitely glasses. not. They will make yeah. a good a pizza. Yeah, that's right. They make a good, they make a spicy meatball. <laughs> that's what it says on the statue. Mm-hmm. Send us your pork, your huddled masses. Because we want a spicy meatball. Reno means kingdom. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. queendom, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like well, that. No, no, no. I feel like that feels that feels very on brand for me. To be <laughs> a member of or running a queendom feels good. That's yeah. kind of what I want. Yes, it's just now, a, you get it. now you see what we see. Zach uh queendom. Yeah. Because like Oh one God. of the men. Okay, I'm sorry. I no, know. My, I'm about, to, no, I'm no, about no, that, to. I'm about to go off, and Alice is not. That's not what it was. No, my I'm cat okay. just. I've never seen this before. But my cat was sleeping, and she. It has its paws like this, mm-hmm. and it just did the thing that you want all cats to do when they're. And go. It went like this. Oh no! Like did the little adorable paw, and I'm like. My cat's asleep in the window too, but it's not doing cute things. It's just sleeping. Well, no one will ever see it. So, um, sorry, Zach, I didn't mean to interrupt. You were talking about your queendom. That was it. I want to have one. It feels powerful. It feels well. It feels good. It feels right. I think it would feel powerful too. I agree with that. With your, yeah. <laughs> with because your opinion. King, because kingdoms are like, I don't know. It's like we've done kingdoms, right? They all, they yeah. all, end, they all end badly. They and are like, the main problem that happened to everyone. Yeah. Now, I guess some queendoms also are f- kind of famously not great. But True. Which one? True that. Um, like I'm the thinking Queen sort of... Elizabeth? There's been some problematic behavior for some of the colonial... <laughs> no? It was all good? That was a f- that's fake news. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I feel confident saying most of the kingdoms have gone Except badly. Except for the Spanish queens there. Really mean. They're like, oh, <laughs> I've heard also rude. <laughs> like, Ostia. I don't know anything about that. Ostia Sorry. Que, es que no me gusta gente. No, okay, es, so. Quiero matar toda la gente. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's talk about yeah. t- tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> tapestry. How do you say that word? Uh, I was no, waiting so- conmigo, I think. Okay. <laughs> tapestry. Tapestry? 
Tapestry? How do you Tapestry. say that shit? I was okay. waiting this whole episode for to understand why we were going to call it that. And we got it in the last two minutes. Yeah, it's like it, they we got it in a way where they were like, let's figure out why we called it this really quick. Or it didn't seem like they, it seemed like they named the episode before they wrote it type of thing. And then at the end, they're like, it doesn't really seem like a tapestry. We should put a line in there. We need to, we need to, we, we didn't really make any allusions to the metaphor earlier on. <laughs> we should probably put one in at the end. Do you, so, Zach, uh, you have a, a bit of a history with Star Trek. Do you want to tell us about your background here? Sure. I mean, it is, it is admittedly, it is a newer um, history for me. I'm going to say last five years, the musical. We love it. It goes in two directions. That's not what I'm talking about, though. But I, um, my first, my intro to Star Trek was I had, I did not watch a lot of TV growing up at all or movies. I was a weird kid. I was always in the backyard rolling around. It's true. It's wait, was it your choice? Yes, choice, just not into it, into action figures and hanging out in the, you know, rolling around on the lawn. That was that was my style. That was my speed. Growing hair down past my butt, short in the front, just a ton of hair. Wow. Mistaken for a girl all the time. Um that was sort of my that was my brand. I can um, see it. Yeah. Until until like sixth grade. Um but my friend had uh two brothers and they were really into Star Trek. So the first Star Trek I had was like watching the old Star Trek movies. And then it wasn't until I got married and my wife was like, I used to watch Next Generation all the time, but I don't think I've seen all of it, that we started like our watch. You filed for divorce. I filed for divorce. And then I thought, what am I thinking? This was actually a good thing. Got (laughs) remarried, had to have the wedding again. Very expensive. How many times have you done that? Three. Um, (laughs) But one of of them, we didn't actually annul it. So the third was just sort of like a vow ceremony. It wasn't officially a wedding. So much money. So much money. I mean, we're, I have a lot of disposable income, so I'm actually just kind of oh, looking for cool. reasons to spend money all the time. That's why you're on this one percent episode. That's why I'm here, baby. Um, so I started watching Next Generation like maybe five years ago, and since then have fallen like pretty deep. Uh, love just dis- watched all of Discovery, watched all of Picard, started Deep Space Nine. Mm. Um, that's a wild ride. Haven't mm. gone before next generation and like i've seen the movies but i care i think like less about the movies than the tv show you care less about the original series which is correct yes next generation hmm, yeah go for it you watch uh so far what have you watched what's your tally so up until this episode i am like halfway through season four next generation um, so we are giving you big spoilers right now. There were no ones. spoilers in this one. Yeah, I, that's I, not how I, the show works. I thought there might be. Well, there could have been, though. The only spoilers, and Alice, I mentioned this to you earlier, was I was like, I bet Wesley will not be here because I know that he's gone. Yeah, he leaves. Because Nicole then, but, and my wife keeps saying, like, Wesley, when is he going to get out of here? He didn't used to be in the show. But, like, that dude's what? been in the show. <laughs> Like the whole time. Why does she want to kick him out so bad? I don't. We're not huge fans of the child on the spaceship. I he has grown. (laughs) He has grown. He has grown on me a lot. But initially, it was like I don't because it seems like when he first comes up, it's kind of like the point is to be like, oh, Picard, he's great, but he hates kids. And now there's a kid that he's gonna see all the time, and this kid 
is a mega kid. He does kid stuff left and right. Um, and then they got sort of got, got better at writing Wesley as like a yeah. full fledged kid. It's like a classic nineties kids at the beginning. Yes. It's like such a, like a trope, I guess almost. Yeah. He's like just there to like, I don't know, knock over Picard's ship in a bottle and Picard would be like, there should be no children on the interval. <laughs> like, he's, what? He's, he's like, so he's beautiful a... though. He was my whole sexual awakening. Wesley I was, was. like, whoa, 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 what? Okay. I didn't know boys could look like girls, but also have sweaters like that. I have like, <laughs> I have since come around. Like, I'm that a, happened I'm a to fan me of... with uh, Hanson, with Taylor Hanson. Oh, oh. I was like, yeah. Mm, you bop. and me. Like Am I right? Mm-hmm. Mm, bop it mm, over bop. here. Yeah, bop that over here. And also my fir- first homeschooled person that I like, not the last one. Wait, I, were I they like homeschooled? I- yes. I like a lot of uh, very strange people. Mm, bop. We mm-hmm. go to homeschool. Ooh, 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 we're friends. We learn math before history, and then after lunch, we have sunset. We're not socially <laughs> adept because we've only spoken to our family members. <laughs> I am friends with my older brother. He's 15, and I am five. Oh, that's true, isn't it? That's I, so um, sad. I love families that are close. It's nice for them. I'm happy for them. I'm. Oh close my with, god! I, I hear I'm, your sarcasm, and I. No, 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 no. I'm close with my family, but like my sister has is fairly severe on the autism spectrum. So mm-hmm. I like this is a longer conversation than I've ever had with her, and I love her very much. She's a full weirdo, but like I, I legit was very, very jealous of people that had really close relationships with their older and younger siblings. Mm, um, yeah. Because you get like... No, no, there are just some relationships that I'm like, they're posting on Instagram all the time, like, my sister and I. And I'm like, huh. Hmm. Huh. What's <laughs> that like? Just, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> What's that like to have a ride or die that you like? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. those are the people that are like genetically, they say that your siblings are, are more influential to how you're raised than your parents, is what For, I read one time. I believe in a, that, in a absolutely. Tweet on Twitter, I'm oh, sure. Oh my God. Well, there you go. <laughs> So it's canon. There's a, uh, uh, my boyfriend is very close with his sister and they are both extremely like healthy people. Who Attractive. This is have... like a game, game of Thrones situation. No, they're, they're just like, um, well, you know, if, if they are more power to him, I can't do anything about it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? All right. Um, but, uh, they're just, and when I first started dating, I was like, uh Oh, you know, cause I just, I, I don't, I'm an only child, so I don't understand that relationship at all. I don't right. understand the protectiveness around it, the weird, contentious, like, uh, I, I, none of it makes sense to me, but they're just so, it really truly is, is like, I get another, I get a sibling sort of shit, which is like, yeah. for me, my sardonic self, hard to admit that I love it, but I do. I do. I love, like, my brother and I relate, uh, we used to fight. You so have a heavily. brother? Yes. My brother just had a baby. It's so crazy to see him like be a dad. It's so weird. I like cried so much that day because I was like, my brother, as I know him, is not like, (laughs) you know, now he's just like a dad. And so but I also was so excited (laughs) for him. Um, It was weird Mm. because there is like a weird like breakup because we talk to each other about our parents being Mm -hmm. very upsetting or annoying or whatever. So it's like he's your like buddy. But when we were little, we would fight. So I made his nose bleed several times. 
Uh, I think he was too weak, frankly. Um, <laughs> but well, uh, now we he's stronger like, now. Now I he's going to have to be a dad. So he better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he would like, we were just very like aggressive to each other, like just savage. Yeah. And now we're, we're kind of best friends. And also the way we relate to each other is more like, did you read about this? Here's this link. It's more like it, it's like an intellectual connection more than anything. Mm-hmm. And so that's weird when like uh, siblings like party with each other. It's kind of like. Ugh. Yeah, because some of them do. Right. Like for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we do. don't get in. And also we don't get in like uh, each other's personal lives, like our noses in there oh, at really? all. Like we don't no, care. Garrett? I don't care. Garrett and his sister Nora are very close. They get into each other's personal lives. Um, but it's like, doesn't, it's good because it doesn't, it's just like, I know that him having her as a sibling makes my relationship easier for me because she's a sensible female voice in his life. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's really yeah, it's weird. definitely, isn't it's it, definitely good. Wild. Wild how wild. wild how people should have support structures of more it's than one person. Blowing Crazy. No, I know. that's great. That's awesome. That's what I think like uh with dating when I'm like when a guy's like, No, I never do therapy, I'm like, Well, so who are you gonna dump where are you gonna dump all of this? <laughs> where are you gonna dump all your shit? Like yeah. uh I know. Uh oh, I saw Garrett twice in next to my house. What? Oh no! With his oh my god! With his two friends. Some I knew it. Some of you can't see this, but Alice is furious right now. I knew it. Alice is crazy right now. Damn it! Damn it! He hangs out. He plays tennis at the same park where I go every day. (laughs) Oh, tennis. Okay. As long as he didn't talk to you. Did he talk to you? Yeah, I I didn't recognize ah! him because ha- he looks like a caveman now with his long hair. Huh? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I, what? I don't like what that. He didn't know. Um, long yeah. hair. He is a thick king. I told him. He, I told him this morning he is a thick. Those are king. Th- those are not the same thing, Alice. I mean, they're great. They can both be true, but one does not imply the other. Caveman? No, long hair does not what makes someone a thick king. He's a thick king with long hair. He can hair. be a thick king with long hair. I'm saying separately. Okay. I don't, I don't, <laughs> you're just covering your your dumb tracks. Oh my gosh. Like dumb tracks? I didn't know that I was going to be this sort of fulcrum point that splits Sorry. you two apart. That was not my well, intention on coming on this Star Trek podcast. Then you should have um, known. You should have uh, known. And that's on you. So, so um, I have a question, Zach. Have you seen... Uh, have you seen more any other like Voyager and uh, or DS9 or anything else or you're just like plowing through TNG? New, I'm plowing through TNG. I've seen I think like two. Which is the one that takes place? Wait, no, the space station is Deep Space Nine, right? Yes, correct. I've seen the first like three or four of those. I've seen all of Discovery. I've seen all of Picard. Wow, but, all of, but, we haven't even seen all of Discovery. Oh, guys. Discovery's great. It is great. Love Discovery. No, Discovery I think we watch- has money in a way that Star Trek shows <laughs> generally do not. Yes, that's true. Um, the the Discovery, how many seasons are there out? Two Three. currently. Is the third one out? I got the third season. Oh. Early you access. might you you might be right. I've seen that's all good. that is I've seen all there is. Wait. Of the Discovery. 
Um, I didn't see the third season yet. That's where I'm at. After you said that, there's a fourth. No. <laughs> there's a fifth now. Keep denying me. <laughs> keep coming out. I have so much catching up to do. You're I've, really only seen the, I've only seen the first two. I've heard the next four are wild. Um, <laughs> yesterday I watched a documentary and for the first time ever, Shawshank Redemption. Very Whoa. good. I know. Not in, famously not in space on Earth. I know. <laughs> famously. The, yeah, the classic not space stuff. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that you really do, to, to really appreciate the space shows, you do sort of need to know like, but where do these people come from? Like before they were in space. And right. for some of those people, that's Earth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's so funny. It con- there's a Klingon Shawshank that you might want to watch called mm. Krok No, there's only two seasons. Okay. I watch all of two seasons. He climbs through a shit tube, but he likes it because he's Klingon. Uh, So do you think you're, are you, are you enjoying it? Or do you think like, how are you feeling so far? Doing what? Star Trek or the podcast? Um, (laughs) Let's check in. Halfway point. Are you enjoying the podcast? Yeah. Having a very good time. An excellent time. Um, TNG? No, I'm I'm fully on board. I've I love it. We watch it. It's like a very it is a relaxing show, even when the show itself is not relaxing, partly because of the budget that they have Sweet. to make it. Yes. Um, but I love it. I've loved seeing it grow. Like the early the early like seasons one because we watched the first couple like so fast. Yeah. Like it's clear that they get more and more money as the show becomes a thing. But the first season has so much like long shots of Riker like coming around into a hallway and like looking down at Troy and it's like 10 seconds longer than it needs to be yes. because they've decided that the show is going to be 40 minutes long for no reason. And it's, it's just like, it really takes its time in a way that no one born today or in Ever the last 20 was, years would allow. We would run away. I know. We'd be on I, our phones playing Candy Crush and Angry Birds. <laughs> the new, the two newest and most recent games. Yeah, what year are you on? Like, yeah. when, when is this person watching the show? We would be playing Animal Crossing Pocket the other day, Camp two years ago. The other day, someone, I don't know how this happened, but my Candy Crush machine, I was playing on my Candy Crush machine, and it started buzzing, and it said I was getting a phone call. What's that? Wait, I don't know. Is that like when the words show up on it and you can read them and then send the words back? Yeah. 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 And I'm no. always like, I'm trying to. I think it's when you, when you can hear a voice. So it's oh, not this just. happened to you. Yeah, it's happened. Because uh, in Latin America, it happens, I think, a little more. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I had this thing happen to me once where it buzzed and I, it said incoming call. And that text didn't make any sense to me. So I waited for the next text. The next text just said missed call. And I was like, what do you mean? And mm-hmm. then they didn't respond to that at all. But then there was this weird like message on my phone later as if we hadn't had that conversation at all where yeah. someone was just talking to me and they didn't leave time for me to respond. And then they just hung up at the end of it. Hung yeah. up? What's hung up? <laughs> That an excellent flaw in the sort of metaphor that we've been weaving here. We do know what phone call guys, this has all been a goof. We know what phone calls oh, are and, and voice messages and all that stuff. Um so uh where uh, I'm gonna keep things on track always. But um, did you so you already watched the the episode where they do uh 
when the doctors are all dressed in red and they do surgery on Picard, like they do like a bypass surgery. No, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think yet. I I knew that he had, I knew that he had a weird heart because it, it becomes a plot point in Picard. Oh, okay. So let me see. Uh, I'm trying to see Picard heart surgery episode. But are you going in order? Mm -hmm. I'm going to look it up too. We're all looking it up. Oh, maybe I saw it and I just don't remember. I'm just going to close that Candy Crush for a second. I've never done this before. It's likely you watched it and or the, are you, so you're not skipping any episodes? No. What season is it in? Let's see. I don't know. They all look like, um. Journey to Back. No, they all true. look like a like a Handmaid's Tale. I haven't watched that, but but you're describing is so specific. I feel like I would remember it. It's a Samaritan it. Samaritan Snare. <gasps> we got it at the same time. But what episode oh. is it? it I'm it's it's uh, season two, episode seventeen. Oh God! Then I must have seen it a while ago. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. it was early. Like that was established early on. So this episode of Maybe you were hypnotized and made to forget about it. Maybe my brain's just bad. It's this one says this is. Have you ever had a tapestry? Mm-hmm. Is your is your brain half rotted? Oh wait, what do you? What is a cat scan? That's where you go into a room full of cats. I've had that, and they tell you whether you're stupid or not. I have that every day. Okay. I have three cat scans constantly. Expensive. I know. So it says, after being attacked on, a, on an away mission, Picard dies and meets Q in the afterlife, who offers him the, cha- the chance to change, wow, a crucial moment in history, in his history, and prevent the mistakes he made in his youth. So let's go to clip number two there. Um, it's the uh, one uh, called You're Dead. If we want to see a clip of, of this explanation from Q himself. And we're using that background from the 90s where heaven is just a white void. We're doing the white void heaven, yes. We're doing the white void. Why? No. Yes. If you really require more evidence of your post-mortem status, I guess I'll just have to provide you some. Jean-Luc, I told you not to go running off to that academy. Father. I told you that Starfleet would bring you to a bad end. But you wouldn't listen. Now look at you. Dead. Before your time. Cue enough of this. Enough what? Why couldn't you have listened? Didn't you know that I was working for your best interests? Cue, stop this. After all these years. Even now, you manage to disappoint me, Jean-Luc. He's not the only one who would like to have a word with you. Why Jean-Luc? The worst dad? A bad dad. Picard's dad is famously a bad dad. He's he's like, look at you, dead. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? Nothing. You should have been a grape farmer like me. We made <laughs> grapes. What are you? You're dead. <laughs> it's rude. It's so comically like, all right. comically mean yeah he's a cartoon bad dad but also like what like what is he upset about like he's never never made any um 
real explanation of what it is about Picard that makes him so mad. I really like because for leaving. I recently saw the episode where Picard goes back mm-hmm. and he fights with his brother in the mud in the grape vineyard. His and brother his, is very like his dad. His brother's like, I'm so mad that you left because, and, and there's no, the only re- it's like, no one has really ever says why, except that he's not really mad that he left. His brother is mad that he was so good at everything. He kept winning all those trophies. But his dad, I don't know why his dad would be mad about that. That's why the brother would be mad. It's like, fine if you're mad that I left, but like, it doesn't seem like you like me at all. So also like in the, in the scheme of like military, uh, rankings. Yeah. Like he's done. It's just so like the, the analog would be like, if I went (laughs) away and became a general in the, in the military. And then my dad was like, how did, you're, you've, you're an embarrassment to our family. Or your improv general... team was like, wow, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And the sort of like implications of the military aside, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it just, it's just very weird that, that no one likes him. But I guess we do see a sort of different side of Picard in this episode. True. We do see a lot of facets of his personality. We see I him love, as he's, when he's Johnny. I love Q's God outfit i'm like (laughs) yeah how do we we feel about q in general on this pod i know how i feel about q okay Okay. let's just start there then i know how i feel okay okay i i really like q a lot (laughs) my wife is my wife is on the other side of that all right my wife hates q really why what about q i like q i really i think it's one of the best uh villains for for the show it's just like yes Tacky and funny and dumb and also like smart and annoying. It's like he, su- he sucks. He sucks yeah. a lot. And that's kind of what I like him. I like that he wants everyone to have to do episodes of Robin Hood because <laughs> yeah. yes, that's just sort of what his deal is. Um, this podcast has named him Fashion Intruder. That was our official uh, <laughs> designation for what Q is. is Fashion keeps, Intruder. It's because he keeps coming in He's like, so into situations unasked for. In outfits, like in a in a straight up fit, yeah. Every time, okay. I love that. Does he show up in like a mariachi? Oh yeah, Yeah, at one point. Mm -hmm. So that's not. I mean, like that's a deep cut for like a pan dimensional being (laughs) to be like. It's going to be Earth and a very specific time and a very specific culture and a musician. But also, it's not like it's not like an original. It's not like. Oh, let me think of what a mariachi would wear and say, you know, the uh, beginning of mariachi music when it was Mm. like, you know, in the 1940s or say whenever like mariachi music was popularized and first recorded. It's like, oh, how about a 1989 chili, chilies mariachi? Yes. Chain restaurant mariachi. (laughs) Um. So specific. (laughs) It's perfect. It is Q, perfect. He knows does what he's it, doing. I love Q when he wears the Star Trek uniform. It's like okay, you could be, you could definitely be like an admiral here, but mm. I like better when he's definitely like uh, just like fashioning when he's fashioning yeah. in any way while whiling out. I, I I agree. I think the fashion and costume choices made by the Star Trek costume designers in general are pretty incredible. Yeah, especially. Oh Especially when they go to sexy planets. And sexy we see, planets are the best when they obviously have four minutes to. What about the, what about the sexy planets? Tell me more. What about it's, the fashions? 
the that because it's Sexy Planet circa like Jane Fonda workout tape era. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like they were like, <laughs> well, we we want to do bikinis and leg warmers, but we can't because it's space and it's the future. So what can we do? <laughs> um, and it's always like if someone cut up a towel in like an impossible way and just sort of draped it over themselves, and then for the dudes, the answer is just like. The shortest shorts, short, short shorts, <laughs> make them shorter, take all the shorts and then deep take V-necks. half of the shorts away. Deep, deep V-necks, deep and powerful V-necks. Powerful. Um, I just also, you I have could... to imagine this universe in which all towels, towels are suddenly made of metallic. Yes, they're, they're all they're all shiny, reflective things. I worked with um, a guy on this Go 90 Rest in Peace series um, <laughs> who met his wife. She was a Star Trek costume designer. A moment of silence there. Moment of silence (laughs) for the Verizon streaming platform, Go90. (laughs) But he was like, I don't know if he was an extra or what, but he was one of the like Klingon sword dancers. Sickening. And his wife was a costume designer for that show. So he worked on that show like all the time doing different stuff. And that was just one of the things that he did. And I thought that was very cool that is and, very, fantastic. and very cute that they met each other. Those, that's one of the types of people that we would get in touch with and try to have a guest on the, as a guest on this show. And then it would fall apart because we forgot. I'll, I'll work that out. <laughs> I, can I can make that happen for well, you. We have to make sure it doesn't actually happen because that's the tradition. You want it to fall apart? Yeah. I can make sure it falls apart too. I really oh my love, God. Uh, they're little like open flaps, um, academy uniforms. They're so like. Yeah. Yeah. What is an open, open flap? It's yeah. so particular. I think what I'm is the flap for? Because the they close it a couple of times. Let me see what the next. The what? What are you saying? What is the flap for? Because you see them opening and closing it, and it doesn't seem to do much of anything. Because yeah, I it's don't know. Decorative. And it's kind of like clunky okay. So the in its, the clip in titled its, like, "College finish. Friends" has a that flap, and it's closed in this scene. The flap has been closed. Okay. Hard. So, um, but when it opens, you just see white, like a sh- like a bed sheet. Like the top of the flap is like a a comforter or a duvet. And then the interior of the flap is like a bed sheet. So it's like they're always sort of in bed, you know? Maybe that's why. Yeah. It's to, it's to represent that they're in bed with the ideals of the Federation. Whoa. They're okay. They're making that's, that's, love. I love wow. that. So we have that. Uh, they were trying to make a, it's more like a, um, a Christmas carol, but then they were like, let's not go through a bunch of Picard <laughs> moments in life. Because that's dumb. Uh, so they were like, uh, one of the producers, um, Moore, was like, okay, Ronald D. Moore. He was like, it was the heart thing when he gets stabbed from season two was an interesting little story about him that uh, said a lot about Picard's character. And they were like, okay, let's make it more specific so that it's not diluted and it's focused on how he has changed as a person. Like, how did he get to be responsible from being like a... Uh, you know, a, a bro, just like a fucking a cad, bag. if you will. Yeah, <laughs> a cad. You sure you're okay? Yes, I'm fine. Really, Marta, I'm fine. Come on, Marty. I bet he's got another date. That's it, isn't it? <laughs> you are incorrigible. And you can tell from that clip that that girl likes him. She sure does. Right away. 
That's the that he is friend zoned her hard. Attention on deck, Ensign Picard. That means an erection. Q. That's Captain Q to you, young man. What is the point of creating this fantasy? This is no fantasy, I assure you. It's all very real. You're 21 years old again. A brash young man, fresh out of the academy. <laughs> so this is where he explains, right? Like, here's what's going to happen, motherfucker. Certainly don't look it. Well, to everyone oh. else you do. So, Q, I thought you told me that I was dead. Now it seems that I'm alive. Now you mortals are so obtuse. Why do you persist in believing that life and death are such static and rigid concepts? Why, I can take your life and give it back to you again. The snap of a finger. I think Q is a pretty good argument for um, God. If there is a God, God is bad. <laughs> <laughs> like like you have a, a an omnipotent being who has infinite time and power to do whatever they want and like this is what they do with it well i think the idea of god and obviously this isn't a larger conversation this no. is a small aside settle it, settle it now settle it now and let it go is that the uh q is if god had an ego oh that's very interesting and God is an egoless uh, entity. I like um, that. So that's why it. Anyway, he, moving does, on. <laughs> okay. I had so many, <laughs> I had so many um, follow-up nope, questions, but we a, did settle it. it so I have, <laughs> there's a fun fact. Um, and they were like, when they came up with this idea for the show, this episode, they did not remember where the idea initially came from. So they just wrote it. <laughs> and after the episode aired, they someone started complaining. Uh, they received a letter from James Mooring, and he had he had initially pitched the idea, and they had to rectify the thing and just like they had to call the guy and talk to him and actually pay him. And was he, was he like a writer on a previous season, but not for this one? I actually don't know. I think uh, they used to take uh, submissions, and a lot of the episodes oh. were were submitted. So wow. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. I love that they didn't write it down, and they're like, "Where did this?" Someone's no, a good thing. It's probably us, right? Well, they probably said, did this one. Uh, I talked to Lady Annabellum. They were oh like, uh, "They paid him. He was very happy. All he wanted was acknowledgement of this, and we apologize profusely. I hope it restored his face in our integrity because he would we would never do anything like that intentionally." Hell yeah! That's Except pretty for the cool. One time that like. Uh, Gates McFadden was not paid what she wanted, yeah. so she. That apology was not. When was that? By Louis C.K. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> when was that? <laughs> the, for the season that she's gone. When is she gone? Season like. Season two. Two. Yeah. Oops, we what lost happened? our doctor because we wouldn't pay her as much as the males on set. Right. Well. Which is a crazy, which is a crazy thing to do in a show like Star Trek, when the yeah. whole point is like we don't actually kill any animals to eat them and we have men and women and people from all over the galaxy working together but we're not going to pay the actors we pay the actors <laughs> so on set. especially like she's a doctor you know she went to more years of um technobabble lingo <laughs> school yes she's working much harder than say Ooh, who do i really want to throw under the bus right now <laughs> this is such Ooh, a this, this is such an important moment think about who throw, does not have to sit in makeup you can't throw jordy 
It's you not can't dry. throw. He's gotta wear that thing all the time. It's not. And Worf. he says like no babble all the time. And it's not Worf because he. It's not also Data. Has he has the to prosthetics. Sit in the makeup. It's not Data. Data. A lot Although of Data does have an acting out. Data basically is allowed to not do acting at all. But um, I would say if anyone. But he gets upset Riker. about it. It's probably Riker. Riker. It's probably Riker who just gets to like be like, I say we attack. And yeah, and John Luke says, You're being brash, Riker. And Riker says, Fine. And then he sits yeah. down and that's it. Riker's like, I don't like the idea of not attacking, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um the the uh ooh, my aunt just texted me. Gotta go. Ooh, tell us. Um just wondering if you follow Andy Slavitt on Twitter. He was Obama's healthcare guy and he tweets a lot of good information about COVID. That's good information for everybody. Good on your aunt. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, Short here's, text for her, to be honest. here's more fun information that Please. I keep getting out of the wiki. Um, so it says, portraying the afterlife created technical problems because he was in a white robe and a white background. Uh, so they they were Oops. concerned. <laughs> they were concerned that Q would appear as a floating head, and so both actors were so aware of that that they had to. I don't know why he was like he was so aware that he like the uh, the Lancey made his performance somewhat subdued, more subdued than normal. And the executive producers were like, it's actually perfect. <laughs> so he had to like tone it down and it actually ended up being like, OK, OK, this is what we actually need. Maybe from you should you. have been acting like this all along. Yeah. As an actor. One time I was working on a, a show and this actor who always was over the top, like. Um, was talking to a, a day player who was being over the top and the director kept, kept coming over to the day player being like, let's just dial it back. I'm, you're giving me, say you're giving me a 10. I want like a three or something like over and over he- again. Heavy dial back. And this other actor turned to them and they're like, I've, I'm always getting that note, <laughs> like to try to pacify. And I'm like, maybe that's because you shouldn't start at a 10. I'm always, always getting that note. And honestly, I don't understand it still. <laughs> Can't do it. Couldn't if I tried. Don't know what it means. Um, Everybody else is like, yeah. Yeah, so, we do. <laughs> you can uh, remember. It was me. This is me. This is how I act on My set. favorite thing about this visually, this thing, this, this show is that in this episode is that there's a combination of pinball and billiards. Yes. Called- space, space pinball it's billiards so is good. very good. It's um, like, this is the real, yeah, they're, they're the like first magic time they wands. succeed at building a game that I feel like in reality should exist. Because it's always like, what if we had chess, but it was three-dimensional? It made no sense. It made yeah. no sense. And it was harder and not as fun. But every other, but then they just play normal cards. But this game looks like it rules. This game looks good. The, 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 the billiards queue is too small. I was about to say the queue is actually too little. And one of the aliens tries to drag the human by saying that maybe it should be bigger, but he's wrong. Cause it actually should be bigger cause it's little and dumb. And it looks like you took Unwieldy. like a wooden, it looks like you took like a wooden spoon from your kitchen and decided to play a game with it. Or like a, a chair leg. What is it called? Um, What's the game called, Bira? Are a, you looking? With a D, right? It's like Drachman or Drama. Um, let me see. And the aliens think it's very funny that the humans think that they're good at this game. The Norsicans? Like, the Norsicans, I... The other title of this episode could be like, Why Did They Let Norsicans Into the Starfleet Bar? Is this a Starfleet bar? I think he said it was like a base station. And... 
It's like Deep Space Nine or something. Yeah, because they do not they do not like Starfleet, and Starfleet does not like them. Like, why of all the races? Like, it seems like Star. It seems like they're part of the Federation or something because they're on the base. Can like, I don't. It doesn't make sense. Like, if these guys are constantly threatening people's Maybe lives, maybe it's like Costco where you need a membership to get inside but if the food court's outside anyone can come and eat at the food court oh and so they're in the food court they're they're in the starfleet food court which means that anyone can just sort of come up because the price for the hot dogs is so good yeah and Um, norsicans are always hanging out there for some reason and so we've got this issue where starfleet federation like cadets are like hanging out with these murderous people <laughs> mm-hmm. who bring knives everywhere. They and go. they have this poetic way of speaking, which I love. They're like, human, you talk and talk, but you don't have the balls. I don't know what the word they use. But that is what the, that is the vibe for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They sound like they're slam poets a little bit. I felt. 3D chess. Uh, sorry, when you I'm Google, still looking for it. I'm so I'm googling so hard, but like when, once you say Star Trek games, all they're trying to do is sell you well, just, things. They don't. What about the, the What about the wiki for just this episode? In fiction, TNG. Who dropped something on their desk? Me, and I'll do it again. Whoa! Oh my God! <laughs> just to demonstrate all the doubloons and coins he has. Yeah. Um, have you guys been yeah. uh, Have you guys been um, playing uh, Real Life Pirates lately? What the? No, what so is that? that? It's where you buy a big ship and then you go to islands and you find <laughs> doubloons and then you bring them back and you drop them on your desk. Real Life Pirates. It's very good. Domjot. Domjot. Human play Domjot. Idiot. Except that they're very good at it, except that they're actually good at it because the alien has to cheat every time. Yeah. Human. And it's like maybe they're making fun of the fact that like Domjot is such an easy game to cheat at. I mean, I sort of like that it's baked into their culture to come in and be like, it would be like if I was like, y'all, I'm so good at basketball. Y'all are terrible at basketball. I'm going to wipe the floor with you at basketball. And then I just cheat so hard from the beginning. And I don't actually care about being good at basketball. The point is just to like rub other people's faces in it, you know? Like you might, like maybe you misunderstand the point of, of any sports is that you're not supposed yes. to cheat. The like sport the is irrelevant. The yeah, sport the Norsicans, is- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Their whole thing is like, why would you play by the rules? That's, it's like they're like Trump. Oh no! Oh my God! Oh. oh, Zach, you're a Trump supporter. I forgot. Yeah, please don't. My <laughs> my beautiful, strong, smart president who runs so fast and jumps so high. I love him and his good brain and all the things he says with it. He says things with his brain. Oh, all the time to wow. his true to his true believers. It doesn't even come through his mouth. It comes through his brain, and that's how we know he's playing three dimensional chess all the time, <laughs> and not just an idiot who hates his job. And is probably on like the verge of a mental collapse being supported by uh, a two-party system that can't afford for him to be fallible in any way. Verge of is mm. the only thing I'd argue with there. Fair. <laughs> verge Don't of. talk about my strong, handsome president that way. Um, I'm just so excited because I know that Kanye is oh boy. having an episode. What? Uh, um, well, a lot of people are like, uh, speaking of save, save Kanye from the Kardashians. 
Oh, like no. that's why he's going insane. Oh, I do you think, think that's hilarious. Um, he's been though, right? It was like always kind of with him. I don't know. Did he I also like don't know. he he went? Didn't he go crazy? Or after after Kim happened in his life? I mean, you know what sort of what sort of you can always sort of point to as a focal point for people going off the fucking deep end is getting insanely wealthy. It mm. seems like it's seems almost like, like you get a ton of money, you start to be bad at sort of being a human being in He's sort of the tra- traditional ways. Traditional. J- J.K. Rowling, do better, please. Um that was where I was most disappointed. That's yeah. the worst. That's the, the the worst person who had the most damage on our society. Um, uh, I I think we're getting into territory where we need to talk about the Harper's letter that we received um, directed at Star Trek uh, Treks in the City podcast. Okay. About how we were canceling too many species. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I tried to make a bit about this to Yeah, you. I had to. You. I was you like, were wow. Sort of, this is like when I propose a bit in improv, and I make everybody else do all the work for my idea. No, I mean, I think, and I don't mean to. I mean, I not to brag, but I did teach improv for a little bit, Alice. And teach think, improv. And I think that I think that the issue here is actually that your pull is just so specific that your scene partners oh uh, actually didn't have the reference for the Harper's letter. And so the math just took them a little too long to do. And your idea was actually very good and smart. But because uh, the the man who's pictured to your right is like an idiot and doesn't actually know what you're talking about, <laughs> he can't play along because he doesn't realize you're doing a bit yeah. and he thinks you're just mentioning something real. I wish I'd taken your classes. Oh, I didn't teach classes. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did you, Private you just, only. People's you taught, garages. Wait, you were an improv teacher to your own team? Yeah. Um, I sort of, they didn't ask for it. I would just sort of give them notes after every show. <laughs> uh, and sort of about, not even about like improv in general, just like moves that, uh, jokes I would have made, sort of how I would have done voices and characters. <laughs> I'm a real dream to be on a team. Yeah, with. dream team. Um, and I know that because I enjoy being on a team with me. And so I assume everyone else does. Well. <laughs> uh, do you know what my real downfall is with improv? You're too is smart. that I'm too, too good looking. That's true. No That's one would ever downfall. believe I was an ugly, ugly character. Mm. No, it was actually that I couldn't. Um, I, I, I would get too stressed out about thinking of names for people and remembering <laughs> them. Like too, way too stressed do out. Do what I do. Give up. Name people objects. What? Do you, like what? This is my friend. Vac- vacuum. This is my what? wife. This is my wife. Vacuum. She's perfect. a scientist, perfect. and she's perfect. I like. And I love that. that just take a nor- take a. Yeah, I still do it. Take a normal name. Change the first letter. Your name is Alice, but mm. this is a fictional improv character. This is my wife, Ballas. Yeah, perfect. And this is our daughter, Malice, and our sons, <laughs> Dallas and Chalice. One and time I said Paul Blagart. That's an incredible like, name. Paul Blagart. Paul Blagart, mall scientist. It's too close. Yes. And then I would be derailed from my idea and I would get so annoyed because I'm like, no, it's not about that. I just couldn't think of another name and it would become, mm. and I was so bad. You know what the real problem was? I was bad at going along with other people collaborating with my ideas. And so I, I think- started to do stand up. <laughs> I think the real problem is uh, your improv team didn't want to get on board with the scene all about Paul Blagart and should have because <laughs> should have should have. 
Veronica wanted to echo too. When I finally say something. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll echo it. You say it and we'll do the echo. Okay. Should have. Should have. have. There you go. Wow, that was good. Really cool. Cool effects all around, guys. So the point of this episode, because we're nearing our end, I want to wrap up a little bit on our coverage. This episode at the end, like, was very much like, it was all a dream. There's no real, like, point of it. Can we talk about that, though? Because, like, was it? And like, we can't. Okay. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Talk about it. Was it, like, because he gets stabbed and he's laughing. Mm-hmm. And then they do the weird time travel thing where he goes by and tries to, like, fix his future. And he gets back on the path that leads him back towards the man he wants to be, not the man that he thought he wanted to be. And this time when he gets stabbed, he laughs and we understand why he's laughing. But we've already seen him laugh in the original version of it. So when Picard laughs... The first time, young Picard, are we supposing that at that moment, the time travel loop has always happened? And that is the reason he's always laughing? Because I like that. I like that too. And I don't think that's what they meant by writing it that way, because that would be too much work. (laughs) I love that. Um, I think it's just because he, in the Samaritan snare, he told Wesley that uh, he laughed when he got stabbed. Uh, and so now they have a perfect re- like they've already established that. So now there's That's now genius. we know the Maybe reason. They did do it on purpose. But now we know why he laughed yeah. because Q just showed him the folly of his ways. So he's always laughed. So this that, has always happened. Do you guys mess with dark on Netflix? I love I that you this brought is- this point up. <laughs> Because Zach that's all of dark. dark. Yeah, that's all of dark. Is that like anytime something happens, it happens in every iteration of things. Which is so how we get the bootstrap theory. This is how we get the bootstrap theory uh, paradox, right? Yes. Like if, which is if you have a object from the future that you bring back and give to someone in the past, and like you bury it in the ground, it no longer has a point of origin. It it, it is created by nothing like it's like a, a eternal loop yes like this episode in dark this I show we that. watch somebody somebody goes to this guy hit a scientist and he's like here's the book that you're gonna write on um how to make a time machine i read i got this book in the future after you wrote it here is this book i'm giving this to, this book to you now and then that's the he that's, hasn't written it yet so that's the I'm, beginning of the book so and never, never w- and never will because now never he has will. it. Like that is the origin it. of the option. That is the origin of the object. So the future it- person has to do that. Because they always have. Yes, that's why time travel is so problematic to write in a television show. Um, but this one's pretty good, and the aliens are good, and we get to see young Picard, even though we don't see that actor for a while, and then we see old Picard kissing a young lady, and that's a little I, weird. I was like, yeah. well, why didn't? They- like if it was, why didn't they? Why didn't they use the the young actor? And it's because no one's trying to see that guy act. You know, we're That's all true. trying to see uh, Patrick Stewart do his thing. You know, that, but that it's is true what we because come, that clearly, is what we come for. Clearly, <laughs> yeah. when you see the young Picard, it's like you're like, oh, yeah, that guy. This guy's a stuntman. Is not great. <laughs> yeah. He's, He's like stuntman. Ah! He's here for the. He's here for the throwing and the getting stabbed. And that was sort of all that his. And the giggle was so unbelievable. It's like, so do like a Picard-esque laugh. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. You're like, oh, like, uh, sure. Yeah, it's fine. Got it in one. Move on. We never talked about Penny. Oh, well, Penny. The Penny is the late, the, 
I'm going to say older than absolutely age appropriate to current Picard. He was like, no, you're, you're a young woman. And she was like, don't make fun of me. And I was like, yeah, I mean, he straight up is making fun of her. (laughs) I love, but this is what I love. It's like, of course, young Picard was dating older ladies. Didn't care. Everyone. Of course, young Picard is like slaying the older ladies. And of course, this older lady is like, she's like, ah, I don't want to hang out. I don't want to talk to your dumb 21-year-old brain. I want your body. really not interested in that. <laughs> it's got she, nothing. Yeah, she was like, why are we here doing this? How many younger men have I spoken to and then accidentally gotten into relationships with? You know what she, I'm was talking like, about? she was like, here's my name. Let's, let's space boink right now. It's time. <laughs> I'm talking about zero G fucking me. Who's on top? No <laughs> one. The concept of top is is useless here. We have there is no up and down. There's only love. That's There's true. only passionate sex. There's no tops in space. There is no tops in space. There can be no tops in space. It's literally. Oh my god! It's amazing. <laughs> You're welcome for that T-shirt that you now have. Oh my god! It's definitely going to go on our um, list of merch that we still need to produce. Love it. Thank you for that, Zach. And thank you for being here today. Oh, gosh. What a pleasure to watch Star Trek, to talk about it, all of it. I love it. You are just a fabulous guest. Yeah. Amnipotent. I'm amnipotent, which is like omnipotent, but bad. And you can't do anything. Gramway. (laughs) And ham radio. And ham radio. And Amtrak. That's all I've got. I don't know why that one's good. That one's good because I know where track. the trains. I can always tell you where a train is going, and it's following the track. That's where and you it's can going. control where they're going. Mm-hmm. I'm a train conductor. I'm That's another way of saying that. I'm a bit of an omnipotent. All aboard! If if you're not, I'll make you be. <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> wow! That guy's omnipotent. Yeah. No, this one tickles me. Okay, uh, <laughs> do you have anything to plug, Sir Zach? Oh, I have a podcast off book, the improvised musical podcast that I do with my co-host, Jessica McKenna. And we, and we make up musicals and we sing them all together and they're very fun. We got a big back catalog. If you're a subscriber, you can hear Alice's episode, which is from way it's, it's certainly behind the paywall. She's shaking her head. <laughs> no at me, but the truth is, it's actually very, very, very good. I'm just um, humble. Um, she knows it's good. She will never say it out loud, but her eyes say that she knows it's good. Alice is um, really good at coming up with songs in the spot. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, hey, be excellent to each other. That's Star Trek phrase. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> kind of, yeah, like that's the general Bill and thing. Ted, do Star Trek. Live long and buy me things. <laughs> no. It's like this. Send me things. <laughs> um, Veronica, do you have anything to plug? This show no. we're doing now? No. Just- and that's a bootstrap. I'll Whoa. be releasing, I'm going to be releasing uh, stuff on my YouTube soon. So be on the lookout for that. Space okay. Time Films. And Space the, Time muse, Films. the Muse at 5 at 6 every single weekday at 6 p.m. East PST on my Instagram live. You can come see me talk about um, dismantling white supremacy and other things, but mostly that. So, yeah. Have you done it yet? I, well, it starts here. 
Okay. Every day, right? And I'm pointing at every my day. We do it a little bit. That's sign right. that says white supremacy. <laughs> oh no! You gotta take, take that. You gotta, gotta take that sign down, Al. Oh, I mean, why I did like I some, we paste it to my wall? I like symbolically that you get to dismantle white supremacy every day because, as Veronica was saying, that is what it is. <laughs> I'm also gonna stop pointing at things through my head. Through yeah, I have to start throwing up this like okay hand symbol at every cop I see to see if they'll throw it back at me. <laughs> oh, Jesus! They keep doing it. It's not my fault. I think there's some like. Uh, Next and next door app people who who must oh be boy. like cops because they're like, <laughs> yes, they're like, does anyone One. know where to find those fun fireworks? <laughs> and everyone's <laughs> like, uh, who's, who's selling them? <laughs> who's selling them? And who's, um, and what time do they go to sleep at night? Yeah, they were like, it, it used to be so fun that we could buy our own fireworks and do them. Do you know who sells them? My neighbor sells little ones if you want to buy them, and we were all like, Haha. <laughs> Smell of the cop. Um, do you guys know that there is a, what's it called? There's a union for the people that make fireworks. And it's it's a cool name. And I can't remember it. I'm sorry. It's like the, not the mortars union. That's awesome. Oh, boy. Well, I'll come back. I'll come back on the podcast another time to tell you what the name of this union is. Yeah, come back, you know, and just <laughs> let us know. That's going to be the whole reason. Are you going to say it and then go? Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's getting text, so we're going to sign off, but thank you for being here, Trex, uh, Trexanistas, and please be excellent to each other. Yes. Live long and buy me things. And send me things. <laughs> and send me things. That's just me tagging my own tagline. Uh, and uh, send me. <laughs> send me. And send me. And this is still the phrase. And it stops now. Okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production, executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>